This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 7th of October 2022. Presented to you this week by Lucinda Redgate, farm trader based in Yorkshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a My Farm account you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk oblique my farm info links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat late last friday the united states department of agriculture commonly known as the usda published its final 2022 us wheat production estimate and surprised markets by cutting over 130 million bushels from its september estimate which was in line with average trade expectations. The USDA sees a crop down to 1,650 million bushels, the equivalent of 44.9 million tonnes. This reduction in the US wheat production estimates, coupled with lower than expected corn and wheat stocks in the US as of the 1st of September, saw future prices make sharp gains. The rally continued into the beginning of this week. Meanwhile, Paris wheat futures have hit their highest level since the last week of June, supported by continuing weakness of the euro against the US dollar. Supply issues and concerns over demand has caused markets to slip lower this week. US weekly wheat export sales were poor at 229,400 tonnes. This is the worst week for US wheat exports since 2015. Corn sales were also lower at 227,000 tonnes. This is the worst week for US corn sales since 2012. The soaring US dollar is leaving US exports struggling to compete in global export markets and has contributed to widespread offers from Iraq's wheat tender this week. Offers from Ukraine were cheap at $386 per tonne, including freight, in comparison to US hard red winter, which was offered at $552 per tonne. EU wheat exports increased by only 345,000 tonnes last week, which indicates a decrease in demand for EU supplies, despite the sharp drop in the euro in exchange markets. Russia will supply wheat for the previous Algerian tender, which traditionally is supplied by France. An early look at UK merchant certified seed sales raises concerns for Group 1 million wheat availability next season. Although the data is far from complete, sales registered to date see a marketed move away from the miller's preferred bread-making varieties in favour of Group 4 feed wheat varieties. So far, Group 1 accounts for little more than 12% of the market share, which signals a notable deficit for our domestic needs. Crusoe, Skyfall and Zayat are maturing varieties becoming increasingly costly to grow and falling further behind the latest Group 4 varieties in terms of yield potential. The soaring fertiliser prices are no doubt a major factor in a farmer's variety choice. Group 2 variety X days may help to plug the milling wheat supply gap. Co 
Currently, XDays accounts for around 18% of the market share. However, the majority of mullers have shown little interest in XDays unless receiving a significant discount. The vast majority of XDays crops failed to meet the 12% protein requirements in the 2022 harvest, let alone 13% required by millers. The market will monitor upcoming seed sales with interest to assess whether X days will recapture the 20% market share it held last autumn. Now, let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. Feed barley markets have come under pressure this week for numerous reasons. A firmer sterling against the euro has resulted in a lack of export interest this week, although the UK did connect on some trade to the Spanish market when the currency dips last week. Domestically, demand remains lacking in the pre-Christmas positions, where farmer selling has been strongest. And as a result, barley discount wheat is generally £26 to £28 per tonne. Temperatures have remained fairly mild and led to some late season grass growth, which has been beneficial, especially to the ruminant sector given the lack of grass growth over July and August that resulted in a lack of spot compound feed demand. Post-Christmas, barley's discount to wheat is slightly narrower given the lack of farmer selling in these positions. But given this, discount has widened in recent weeks. The market has seen some interest for the January to April positions. However, a question remains around the total feed demand at these higher grain prices. The market will keep a close eye on prices as we enter the traditional winter feeding period. With feed values weaker on the week, Malting barley premiums have widened slightly to around £35 to £40 per tonne depending on location. The market remains well supplied given the excellent pass rates and above average yields on spring barley, although farmer selling is slow for the moment and perhaps unlikely to pick up until malting tonnages start to move ex-farm in the coming weeks. Taking a look now at oilseed rape. Underlying rapeseed prices in Europe have been relatively flat since the start of last month, as a result of being caught between downward pressure from a much improved global supply position and fears that as escalation of tensions in the Black Sea region could trigger a sudden jump in values. This latter situation is the hardest to predict. There is concern that the situation will escalate, yet discussions are ongoing over whether the safe export corridor will remain open. For now, exports from the region considered to be substantial. For the UK, changes in currencies also need to be taken into account. Sterling is currently 5% weaker against the euro than it was in the final week of August. This makes imports about £25 per tonne more expensive and has been reflected in domestic prices into the crushes. After a period of stability, we should now expect further moves in exchange rates as the domestic political situation plays out. In global oilseed markets, there are several areas of interest to monitor, although nothing has yet significantly impacted UK rapeseed prices. The Canadian canola harvest was only 30% complete at the end of September, compared to 94% at the same time last year, although this does not seem to be causing concerns at present. Palm oil prices are weak and there is an expectation that US soybean stock levels will be raised in next week's USDA report. The Chinese markets are still due to national holidays, but this is only delaying the release of further gloomy economic data as the country reels from lockdowns and massive losses in real estate markets. 
Markets still await final US bean yield figures and South American weather will be keenly watched over the coming weeks and months. Moving on to pulses now. All crop beans are holding their value despite falling wheat prices. This is due to the increasing prices of other mid-range proteins that are available to feed compounders. In the northwest, rapeseed meal is now valued at a 40 to 50 pound per ton premium to feed beans, which will discourage compounders from switching. The question remains as to whether this price gap will be enough to significantly reduce the UK's exportable surplus of beans. The UK would need to sell 70 to 100,000 tonnes of beans to balance the supply situation. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. This week, sterling continued its recovery against the US dollar, rising from its low of $1.04 up to $1.13, subsequently delivering a reverse in the urea price gains of the past seven days. All urea is purchased in US dollars, and it's the exchange rates that have caused recent large fluctuations in the UK market. Globally, spot demand has been steady since the Indian tender was settled, but producers are also not chasing markets to sell physical product. A few sales out of North Africa have happened in recent days, with each transaction increasing in price. This is a sign that the market is moving on from its temporary lull ahead of India and South America coming to the market. The UK's focus remains on exchange rates and the demand that is anticipated to soon hit international markets for pre-Christmas shipments. Transactions are generally increasing in price. Our advice remains for growers to look at urea and protected urea at the earliest opportunity. Ammonium nitrate offers have been circulating in the UK on a very limited tonnage. Product supply will remain extremely tight due to uncertain and volatile production costs. Please speak to your Frontier contact for more information. UAN liquid values started October at price and application with UK suppliers and shippers watching the developments in the exchange rates and volatile gas prices. Demand for spring 2023 UAN remains steady. Drilling across the UK continues, which is allowing for a more accurate assessment of the volumes of UAN required for the remainder of the season. A full portfolio of nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur products is now available, which is giving comfort to growers who are still finalising their nutrient strategies. We advise growers to meet with their crop nutrient advisors in the coming months to finalise their nutrient plans and confirm their required volumes. Planning in the autumn allows for a smoother execution of deliveries to on-farm storage in the busy spring period. In the phosphate and potash market, the focus remains on drilling, which means trade is currently limited. Improved exchange rates have stopped levels rising, allowing growers time to gather soil sample results and grain analysis information, so they can consider product options and plan to replace vital nutrients taken away during harvest. Your Frontier contact can assist with your planning. This was Front Runner for week ending Friday the 7th of October. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. 
Links to more information, as well as to our blogs and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.